Welcome back to COJ Roleplay. Tonight I'm Goose, and with me is Eric. Hello. Mark. Hey, hey. Steve. Hello, everybody. And Rick. Off the irons. I started reading Ready Player Two, and there's a, a mission. It's terrible, but there's a mission where they go to a John Hughes planet. So I watched a bunch of John Hughes movies that were referenced in that uh, adventure this weekend. That's yeah, right. I heard that uh, that book was a very big disappointment. I really enjoyed the first one, but yeah, if you like the first one, I recommend Armada, uh, his other book. Mm. All right, so let's grab all our d20s and uh, see if it's the honor to recap last week. Nineteen. I got a twelve. Eleven. Sixteen. Congratulations, buddy. Wait, 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 wait! I, I've got a, I've got a buff. Uh, 19s count as crits for me, so uh, that should be a 20. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, when we last left our intrepid explorers, they had just defeated everything in the house. All the orcs, the orc war boss, the whole shooting match, and they took it upon themselves to search the basement they were in. They found a hidden door near the furnace and a ton of traps. So used uh, Radio Barian to contact Jackie Treehorn about traps in the house, and he says the traps were there meant for us. He came down to the basement, avoiding the traps, says we weren't supposed to kill all the orcs. He was pretty disappointed by that, and that his master had sent them for us. So he assumed that his master is related to the, the government of this province somehow. His master is Timmy, or describing him and letting us figure out who that was. He changed shape. Turns out he is a doppelganger, so... Uh, with a little help from the party, Nelfry killed him. After that, we searched and looted all of the orcs. And uh, decided not to act on any of the, the traps or secret doors we had found because we were all in terrible, terrible shape. So we had a nap. While sleeping, uh, taking different watches, we heard some whimpering coming from that secret door by the furnace. When we uh, woke up, all healed up and back with all our uh, bonus actions, we opened the secret door uh, only to find that the real treehorn was there. He was thankful, gave us our reward money, even though he wasn't the one that offered to us. Uh, we bargained some VIP cards from him, and he gave us a few barrels of cider for our trouble. We headed back to Loudwater, where we found that Lord Godfrey of the Moors had already left, but he did leave a note for us saying he couldn't wait for us, but uh, hopes to see us at his home uh, area. We drank. Darius and Varian decided to go magic shopping. Uh, Hesha and Nelfri decided to hang out. Uh, while doing so, Hesha thought that he was being followed, and so we left and went to the bad side of town, to the Broken Crook pub. Hesha bought a round for the whole place, and then we went back to the count, Crown and Anchor. It turns out the person following us was a kid, and it was Connor from Shellington, who is now a ranger. After saying hey to him, we all decided to go back to bed. So, you guys slept. It is morning. Birds are chirping. The hustle and bustle of loud water. And what are you guys up to now? Breakfast. Breakfast. Yep. And looking at maps and figuring out where the hell we're going. Okay, well, your adventure started to head to... Well, the next town is uh, Lalork, so that's where we need to head to next. Mm. Yeah, so we can get ready to cross the Grey Peak Mountains. Where is Lord Godfrey heading? That, I don't He's remember. Back to his home in Hillsfar, which is on the other side of the desert. Yeah, I recognize the name. Past Dagger Falls. Oh, there it is. I see it. Yeah. North Cromanther. Yeah. So he has to take the, the dotted black road up until... I wonder if he's going to go to Trash Wave or Zentil Keep before he heads back across the river. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, he's on that way. Maybe if we uh, go quickly enough along the, the Black Road, we'll catch up to him or join up with him, you know, for one particularly arduous uh, section of our journey, or, or maybe not. But I think we should get saddled up and ride out as soon as we can, make use of this day. Yeah, let's roll. All right. You guys are having breakfast. You guys settle up, and you guys set out to Lorcan. On your travels, you pass other adventurers. The 
trip seems to be about a three-day trip. As you stop to rest, you rest with other groups that have stopped that you've met up on the way, crisscrossing the trip into Lorcan. Okay, so it's three days. Groups are coming towards us, right? They're coming from Lork to Loudwater. Uh, I would like to ask if anyone has seen Lord Godfrey. Uh, you give the description of Lord Godfrey's caravan. They say, yeah, we've seen them on the way to Lorcan. Like a day ahead of us then? About a day, day and a half ahead. They seem to be in a, quite a rush. So when we show up at uh, Lork, he's already gone? We should see if there's a crowned anchor to check into. Sure there is. Uh, last large settlement uh, between here and the desert, there might be two. They're not like McDonald's or Tim Hortons. <laughs> not yet. So Lorcan is a logging community. From what you can gather, they ship all their logs out of the high forest and travel to the mill that's in Lorcan. From what you understand, that they are developing a town just before the desert. Oh, um, between the desert and the Lonely Moor or before the Lonely Moor? Uh, right by the Lonely Moor, in between. Okay. So are there caravans then going to this new settlement? Yes. And as you walk around Lorcan, you can see what looks like a shipyard, but they're not typically making water vessels. They're making ships of the desert. Airships? No, no, no. Ships to sail across the sands. Oh, camels. Uh, last Avatar? <laughs> or not uh, last, uh, just Avatar? <laughs> they're in the desert? You know what? I haven't seen the movie in such a long time, I couldn't remember. Not the movie, the cartoon, or anime, if you will. Abba gets kidnapped by the uh, the sandbenders. Nobody? I remember. Well, I'm not the only one. <laughs> I just can't tell you whether or not it's the correct description or not. <laughs> well, let's go with it is. Are they spell jammers? <laughs> All right. So you do find the... Set a typical crown of acre. All right. Do we need to stay here overnight, or should we just keep going? I guess it depends if we can, if we're looking for a caravan to go with, or if we're looking to travel by ourselves. Like, what do we want to do? I'm pretty well rested from our little layover in uh, Long Longwater. Loudwater. Loudwater. Um So if we decide we want to just push on, we can just push on. Yeah, we should have enough supplies planned out for crossing the desert wholly, right? Yes. Yes. Then, yeah, why not press on, see if we can catch up with Lord Godfrey. All right. As you continue out of town and towards the Great Peak Mountains, on your second day, I need you guys to roll perception. Perception. Oh, that's not good. 18. 19. Two. Twelve. All right. So Nulfri and Darius notice out of the corner of their eye a basilisk creeping up beside them. A basilisk? Yeah. Hey, guys, a basilisk. Uh, do I know it? what that is? Uh, what do we need to... Uh, animal handling? Nature? No, nature, right? Sure would go. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Modified one. When they say basilisk, I rolled a 13 on, uh, is it nature you said? Yep. Yeah. So that's what I rolled up. Sees crepping up beside them. Excellent. Stalking up beside them. Stalking us. Yeah. What do I know with a 13? Uh, no. Oh, I just put it away. You know they are medium monstrosities, and they are unaligned. So nothing. Is it dangerous? Very. Oh. It's like a Medusa with seven legs. I see. Well, I'm assuming it has eight. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm sure it has eight. <laughs> they only painted seven. It only has seven. <laughs> so. Um. All right. We should kill so it's it. still a little bit dis. It's a little. Uh, it's not nearby, right? It's still coming towards us. 
You guys are about 35 feet away from it. Okay. I'd like to fire at a disadvantage with my crossbow. Okay. I would like uh, initiative rolls, though. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. I got 13. I got a 1. I got a 5. 17. Time to use that greater lightning bolt spell. Greater but greater than thunder wave spell. Yeah. There's a difference. <laughs> thunder damage and lightning damage are different. What about fire damage like Hesha has? <laughs> All right. Marion, your go. All right. Well, he's within my 60-foot range for shatter, so I'm going to cast shatter at him. Okay. Uh, so he has to make a constitution saving throw against my spell save DC, which is now that I've leveled up, is 15. You got 21. Well, then he saves, and he takes half damage on 3d8. Okay. Yeah, that's cut. Five, six, three. So 14, so half of that is seven. And it is just, very loud. <laughs> just like his number of legs. Yes. <laughs> just like his number of legs. And uh, I'll uh, take a step or two back, and I'll give inspiration to Hesha, because he's going to run in there. <laughs> Hesha, you're up. I'm going to run in there. <laughs> um, I'm going to run in and uh, smash him with my shield backhand. Okay. And that is a crit. Awesome. 16 damage. Okay, okay. Darius. Uh, oh, really? Um, I get to go. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I thought the Basilisk would have beaten me on, um, initiative. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. I am going to burn a level 2 spell slot, and I will cast uh, Blindness at the Basilisk. He must make a constitution save uh, against 14. No. Sweet. Excellent. Blind? He is blind. And that should uh, screw him up with his Medusa stone gaze shenanigans that I don't know anything about. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nolfrey. Nolfrey will... uh Jog into range and fire the crossbow. Hand crossbow. Okay. Alright. 19 to hit. 19 hits. Alright. 3 damage. Alright. So the, the Basilisk hasn't done anything at all this round. It's it just it turns out that the uh, local small community has a Basilisk festival like the Chinese New Year's, so it's like a paper basilisk that we're kicking the hell out of. <laughs> some child's super upset. Well, maybe it's a pinata and we'll get some candy. Okay. That's nice. Okay. He does not have blind fighting, so... How would he attack you guys? Isn't it disadvantage if you're trying to attack something that's invisible? Pretty much, yeah. I'll go with that. And no, he keeps running into trees as he's running. (laughs) Varian, I will... I could just make things more difficult for him and cast Bane on him. I'll do that. I'll cast Bane on him. He has to... He has succeed on a charisma saving throw against my spell save DC. Okay, okay. Of 15. He fails. Okay, so he has one minus 1d4 to all of his attacks, saving throws, and skill checks. Or, no, saving throws and attacks. I don't think it has skill checks. You merely adopted the dark. I was bored in it. <laughs> all right, Ed- I'm going to stab it with my Crident. Okay. Uh, uh, 17 hit. 
uh, you have advantage. Does 24 hit? 24 hits. Eight damage. Okay. Darius. Okay, so I will move up and hit him with the Warhammer. You have advantage. That's good, because I first one was one. <laughs> and the next roll was a two! As my bonus action, I'll use War Priest, and I will hit him again. Get advantage as well. Uh, ten to hit? No, probably not. Never mind. Told you. Use the dice we got you. God. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Nofri, it's your turn now. What a waste. All right, Nofri's going to run up and try and run him through. All right. You also have advantage. Okay, first is a 22, seconds an 18. Okay. That's a hit, huh? Yep. For nine damage. Okay. So, disadvantage, and the d4. Where's the d4? There it is. So, it's two off the d4. And I'm going to assume two misses everybody. I know how I feel. And back up to Barian. Okay, the basilisk gets to make another save at the end of every round. The effect lasts for ten rounds. Okay. So, this is the, this is the first of the ten rounds. Nope, he doesn't make it. Because he's got that All minus right. four as well, or one minus d four as well. Too. I will use vicious mockery on him, uh, even though the disadvantage to attack won't take effect if uh, if it succeeds. So he has to succeed on a wisdom saving throw against my spell save DC. Yeah, he doesn't save. Okay. So I'm going to say, oh, you're not so tough when you can't see, are you? And I do all of two damage to him. I'm going to come back across with my shield again. Good thing I have advantage. Not so good thing I have advantage. I'm going to assume that 10 doesn't hit. 10 doesn't hit. And Darius. Oh my god, here we go again. Smack him with the Warhammer. Hit. Okay, so you you asked me to use the dice you got me, and I rolled a one. You still have advantage. I know. Oh, and how about that? Not 20. (laughs) Extremes here. So uh, so it's 10 plus, so he takes 14 damage. Okay, how do you kill him? In an explosion of frustration, Darius concentrates it all on the basilisk's snout and smashes it into his brain in an explosion of gore and blood. Good, good, good. Where the hell did Steve go now? Got this rolling all over the map. Maybe he found, maybe he heard where his pencil eraser was. Yeah, he's going for the eraser. Anyway, I'd like to examine the carcass if there's anything interesting. It's a giant basilisk. Um, so it's got a magic attack. Can I make an arcana roll, which is not good at the best of times, uh, to, to see if there's anything like the basilisk's teeth, blood, eyeballs, are they valuable for sale, for spellcasting, for, you know, whatever? I'll make the same kind of check. I'm pretty good with arcana. Good. Except right now, because I got a seven. I got a ten. <laughs> Apparently my arcana does not extend to basilisks. <laughs> I just skin, the, the claws, the teeth. All are stone or flesh. Nothing extravagant about them. The eyes gleam, but if you pop them out, they don't. Mm. All right, never mind. Hey, what do they like to eat? You. Crunchy, I'm guessing. <laughs> Yeah, they need to be uh, tenderized. Tastes like a whole plate of chicken. As you guys continue, you start entering the Grey Peak Mountains. 
about a half day's travel into the Great Peak Mountains, you guys stumble across a what sounds like a hysteria group of adventurers. Hysteria. Um, hysterical. 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 Oh, so I'm thinking Def Leppard here, like, you know. Hysteria. Adventurers standing outside a mouth opening of a cave. How many uh, hysterical individuals do we have here? Three. Three. And what do we got? Well, looks like a dwarf and two elves. And they're all talking to each other frantically. Oh. You guys want to roll perception before you guys get there to see if you can overhear them? Yeah, let's just scope the scope the situation sure. out. Fifteen? I got a five. Eighteen. Can Hesha roll <laughs> perception? That would be twelve. Okay. And I apologize for my absence. I had to deal with a personal emergency. So everybody but Barian hears them all asking where Draco is. is no matter. So they're standing on the road? The opening of the cave. Oh, okay. As you guys are pulling up. I'm going to bellow over what seems to be the trouble. We We lost our fighter. We lost contact with our fighter. Uh, we were hired to go into this cave and empty it out, but then our fighter disappeared. Uh, all right. Did, did he disappear in the cave or somewhere over there? He disappeared in the cave. So we, were you guys in the cave? Like, we, did you come out and you lost and you left him behind? No, we were in the cave. We were going through. We were taking care of some of the monsters. Then she disappeared, and we felt it'd be safe for us to leave the cave and hope that she comes out when she realizes she's not with us again. So you left what kind of me? monsters? Okay. All right. What kind of monsters were you fighting? Uh, well, we did come across some bloodhawks, some aracocas. Uh, we did see what looks like to be an old traveling group of Dwarven soldiers. Mm. But other than that, we haven't, we haven't gone in very far. Who hired you to clean this out? We picked up the work out of, uh, uh, look, what the fuck's the town you guys left again? Lork. And, uh, it was just a posting on the bulletin board. How much is it worth to you guys for us to go in there and find your your uh, misplaced fighter? Uh, it means a lot to us. Uh, I believe he means monetarily. We'll we'll give you half the reward each. So we go into the caves. We finish cleaning out the caves, which you have admitted you did not go too far into yet. And we rescue your missing fighter for half? Now, normally, under most circumstances, I would agree to these terms. Unfortunately, I'm not feeling extremely generous to a group of individuals who would abandon one of their own in a cave full of monsters. Here, guys, let's let's huddle up here a little bit. Maybe three quarters? So... We'll just, you know, go behind our wagon or whatever for a chat here. One moment. Um, They come with us. In fact, they lead the way. We're not leaving them at our back. That sounds like a good call, considering what happened with Treehorn. Yes, we remember Farmer Treehorn. So, three quarters each, and we make them lead the way? Well, we'll give you three quarters. Well, we don't even know that this Draco person is real. Mm-hmm. All right. We know, we know Timmy's well, trying to slow us down. Thing. Timmy's trying to slow us down, and this is yet another potential slowdown. Potentially another slowdown. Right. Okay, boys. Here's the deal. We'll take three quarters of the job posting. You guys are coming with us, and you're leading the way. 
Okay. Her going to be your backup. Well, just before we go any further, how is the reward claimed? Do we have to return to the Lork to claim the reward? Yes, we we would have to return to the Lork too. Mm, that's a problem. We're on our way away from there. Have you got anything else that we might find valuable? Well, at the moment, we only have 600 together. Well, what's the job worth? That's one we didn't establish. 1,000 gold. Well, take your 600, plus we get uh, whatever we loot inside the cave. Dibs, right? Just want our fighter back. All right. Uh, clarification question, Goose. Is this still the same day as the Basilisk fight? Uh, this is the afternoon of the Basilisk fight. Okay, just checking for my spell slots, that's all. Um, can you describe Draco to us, your fighter? She is a dwarven fighter. Um, can you give a description of, you know, whatever she looks like? Dwarven fighter, like, has a Indicates, uh, Nelfry? Or indicates, uh, Darius? Uh, fighter like Hesha. Red hair, red beard, but a short beard. So, so she could be my sister then. Yeah. Okay. I rolled a 26 on an insight roll to, to judge if he's telling the truth. Yes, he is giving you honest answers. There's no sign of deceit. Let's huddle up again here. Excuse us for a minute. Yeah, no problem. Time's not up the essence. Yeah, it's, 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 you know, not my neck in a sling. Um, are there any questions that would help us? The power of the gods can determine if they're telling the truth or not. If we think that that's valuable, we could continue to interrogate them. If not, we could just proceed as discussed. Here's the other question. Going with us. Our these guys gonna just get in the way and slow us down. If if it turns out that they're not actually sent by Timmy to slow us down. Meat shields. Why they're in front? Yeah, they get to spring all the traps. Yeah. My only question I then think... would be, how good are you at triggering traps? And then avoiding the consequence. Or not. I think at this point, if they're going with us, then. We can ask them any follow-up questions on the way. They seem to be in a hurry. Before we're going to do this, we want to get this done as quickly as possible. If they are actually missing somebody in that cave, we should probably get in there and help. Yeah. 100% will make them pay for our uh, services because of the fact that they left a man behind. But if this is a true story, we should probably get in there quick. All right. Clerics of Tempest do not shy from battle, so let's bring it on. All right, so you guys look at the map I sent you earlier. Yes. Yep. You entering in room one. Odd how that is. All right, so our companions, two elves and a dwarf. Can yes. we tell what what they are? Like fighters, rangers, wizard. An elf looks like to be a ranger. The second elf looks like to be a rogue. And the dwarf looks like to be a monk. Monk. A ranger, rogue, monk, and fighter took this contract. So which way have you guys already gone? Well, here's the map we drew up. And they show you what you guys have already sent. Okay. Everything up to that point has been all cleared out. So you've already cleared all of this? Yes. Rooms one, two, three, four, and five. Okay. Okay, well. Where did you last see your fighter? Uh, we last saw our fighter in room four. In room four. So it continues. Is on. there the. So the map cuts off on me at the yeah. edge of four? Yep. Is there a way. Is there a way out of there? No. So. You saw room four. Yep. And the only pathway that you've noticed to egg, to go other than where we are is between two and five? Yes. 
that we know of. Well, if something dragged her in the in farther into the cave, that's our best bet. So up to room two. Uh, yeah, I say we go up to room two, and then we can do a quick look at uh, three and four, just to make sure that Spider didn't trip and fall and break her leg or some shit. <laughs> are you guys going through all the first five rooms, or are you just going straight to room four? Well, we're going to move up to two, and then we can go from two to uh, four, and then if nothing's in four, we'll duck down to see what's in three. And then we'll move over to the the fork in the road between five and the pathway going where we don't know. Okay. So as you guys are traveling through those four rooms, you see bodies of bloodhawks, aerocrocus, and a traveling group of dwarf soldiers with remnants of two mules. So there's lots of things in here. There was at one time lots of things in here. Uh, so these are all like corpses and stuff. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Does it look like the dwarf soldiers were killed by the beasts in the cave, or did they fight these guys that were leading back into the cave? Uh, as you walked into room three, it looks like a camp setup, and what could have been an ambush as they were sleeping. The dwarves. So the, the bodies are still fresh, in other words. Uh, well, they've been picked over. So there's no loot. Their bodies are in decay, but you can still make them out as dwarves. Okay, so the dwarves weren't killed, like, two hours ago. No, they look like they've been here for a couple of days. Okay. It doesn't look like there's anything here. Perhaps you should investigate the last place she was seen in Cave 4, do an investigation in there, or Room 4. Yeah, check check room four, fully over, and see if we can find any tracks. Need a perception roll or something? Investigation roll. Oh, no. I'll make an investigation roll. That is a 16. So I used my guidance cantrip to get that bonus d4, and I rolled a one. Then I rolled a one on this d20, Goose, that you got me. The dice are working for you today. Oh, okay. today is just wonderful. Awesome night for you. <laughs> and because, um, so there's one, one, and because my intelligence score is only eight, it's minus one. So three ones. Oh, look, there's a bird. Very. But there was no bird. Okay. <laughs> the cave. You see a sparkling stream of fresh water coming from a crevice in the wall. Okay. Not a very big crevice. You have to just do a little stream of water. This is like a little crack in the wall, and there's water coming in. Come over here and take a look at this with me, guys. <laughs> and I point out the crevice and the water coming through. Does it look like there's like this could be a an opening of some kind, like a like a secret door? I I don't know. Y- you tell me. Somebody should check to see if it's magic. If you guys are willing to wait ten minutes, I can do a ritual cast to detect magic. I got a twenty-one to investigate the crevice to see if it's a secret passageway of some sort. If it's magic, I won't be able to tell, obviously, but... Do you remember the last time we were investigating trickles of water? You know, water was coming out slowly, and then we started monkeying with it. That and was then, badly. You know, the indoor swimming pool... What are the chances of it happening twice? I haven't had great luck today. Uh, what investigate? It doesn't seem like it's a door, but the water has, over the years, entered through this wall. Eroded away. We're in room four? Yes. Well, if there's water trickling through, that would indicate there's a water source on the other side of this wall. Is it up high or is it down low? It's it's up three quarters of the way up the wall. This water source is either above us or deep. That could be bubbling up, maybe. There's no sign of someone being dragged around to this location? There's uh, no signs of a struggle. 
there's no signs of someone being dragged. There absolutely looks like no signs of other than people walking around. So our friends, the monk, the rogue, and the ranger, they found all these dead creatures in here when they were in here. Uh, they took the majority of them out, except for the dwarves. Okay. Did they find anything on the dwarves' bodies, or was it too late? It was too late. They've already been picked over. How many dwarves were there? Seven. The Seven. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure there were. That's what it said in the book when I random encounters. Doc, I bet I can name them. Dopey and bashful. There's going to be a really pale woman somewhere in here. With a really irritating voice. Maybe she's already eaten the apple. Good. Remember, they were minors. They'll be gems. Yes. Okay. Nice. Uh, let's move and quickly take a peruse of room five and then head up that hallway into the unknown. Enough with the Disney references. I was going to say, that's a different film. So room five is empty? Okay. I did that sound like a question, Goose. Sorry, room five is empty. And instead of me giving you segments of the map, I'm just going to give you the full map. So so we just came up into six. Yeah, six-ish. Six is adjacent to us. And as you guys are walking up that hallway... I need you guys to roll a perception. Ooh, I got 13. 5. 16. Finally. 25. Nice. You here at coming up to room 6's entrance, like someone is rustling in branches. Like going through like the brush or something. All right, so I'll call a halt. There's something in there around the corner. Uh, I'll I'll try to sneak over and take a peek inside. You want a stealth check for that? I'm guessing. Want a stealth check for that for sure? Yeah, you're the only one not wearing heavy armor, so you're the sneaker. That's right. Okay, so that what would be a, is a rogue. I got a twenty-two, so I think that's probably pretty good. Yeah. As you peek around the corner, you see what looks like to be the back. Of a giant eagle. Uh, does it vaguely resemble the bloodhawks we saw? Slightly bigger? Does it look like the Aracorpora we saw? Birdman. Bigger than that as well? I will creep back and inform everybody of what I just saw. There's a really big bird in there. Does it look like a living version of the owl bear we saw? Because we've seen a zombie one. Maybe it's just a big bird and we can take its eggs. We're around the corner for room six. Is there light coming from in there? Like, is it like natural light? More luminescent rocks. It's not uh, bright. Okay. It's just, why is this bird so far underground? Like, what the hell? There must be another way in and out it's using. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and on the floor that we've been we've been walking up this little tunnel here. I actually I, I see there's a grid. Is it said what the distance is for the grid squares? Each square is ten foot. Ten feet. Says so right at the the map title. Oh, I see it up there. Yeah, thank you. All right, so this hallway we're in is pretty narrow. Then at, at kind of its narrowest, probably only what three feet wide, two feet wide, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Maybe fourth is the most, okay. Um, and the opening to get into room six is about ten feet across. Can someone who has a higher investigation skill than me examine the floor and see if anyone has been dragged or come this way for us? I'll give it a shot. I will give you the guidance of the gods. What does that do for me? You can add three. Add three. Well, that might help. Um so that gives me a grand total of 12. Then I rolled much? a 19. Na- natural 19. Uh, no, but it does look like it's scrapings of talons. In the rock? The rock, yeah. It is deeper in the narrow end, 
but then gets lighter as it gets to the, the bigger portions. Okay. Well, do we kill it or do we not kill it? We can't leave it behind us because if we have to make a hasty retreat, we'll run into this issue again. But, yeah, all right. Um, okay, so can we distract it? Um, our, our meat shield adventurers, they have torches, right? Yes. Okay. Um, oh, we have torches too. Like, we all have like 10 torches in our packs. Um, okay. Mage hand. Give your hand a torch and then like send it around the corner up to the top right. Just to kind of distract it. I give it a shot. Cause it, it goes, I think mage hand is, has a 30 foot range. That's like 30 feet away. I do remember at one time someone or some people were getting upset with this idea. It's comedy. It's being used for ridiculous reasons, Goose. This is more of a strategic reason than a... It's Mage Hand, not Magic Butler. I think there is actually a spell that you can summon an invisible servant. That's the guy that carries your shit for you all over the place. This is a distraction. Uh, if someone will hand me a torch lit, I will summon my mage hand and send it into the top right of the of chamber six. At about this thing's eye level. Just send it around. As you see it going around the corner, you hear a very loud noise, and it sounds like the bird got off the nest and went to attack the flame. Squawking, really loud squawking. Told you, we're getting eggs. Giant scrambled eggs. So, if it's gone to the corner, guys, if we're going to leap around, we better Let's do it. Let's shoot it! Melfry's going to shoot it. And, as you hear the squawking, everybody roll perception again. Three. Seventeen. Twelve. Twenty-two. Okay. As the squawking stopped... You start seeing a beak come around that corner. Like it's coming to investigate where the torch came from? <laughs> Worth the shot, I suppose. Back up a step. <laughs> and everyone roll initiative. Nine. Thirteen. Sixteen. Six. As the eagle walks across, he notices the group. And starts heading your way. Breathing fire. And stops just as it starts narrowing in the pathway. So, like, where the, the choke point into room six is then? It's kind of gone around to there? Yeah. Okay. Does it look like it can get through the choke point easily? Well... it's not ten feet wide. No, but you noticed when you were looking at the floor, the claw marks are deeper in the choke point than it was outside the choke point. Ah. Apparently, Hesha is the brains of the <laughs> group. That just means Steve's cleverer than me. It doesn't mean Hesha's smarter than Darian. And it is now Hesha's turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to stab it with my trident. Oh, okay. Does 11 hit? No. I'm not going to stab it with my trident. Darius. Um, <laughs> okay, so for this first round, I will use the Chill Touch cantrip and attack him. Uh, and that's 21 to hit. 21 hits. All right, you're going to take this D8 damage. Necrotic. Take seven. Ha-ha. And he has disadvantage to attack me. Nofri. Nofri will try to stab this bird. I want those Oops. eggs. 18 to hit. 18 hits. 6 damage. Burian. Alright, uh, I will try Vicious Mockery on it. Uh, wisdom saving throw against 15. No. No? Okay, I'll tell it his plumage is all unkempt, disheveled, and do 2 points of damage. And he has disadvantage on his next attack against anybody. Oh. Okay. And the rogue will shoot. And the crossbow snaps as you hear the ping. 
the monk can't make it through, and the ranger will shoot. And the ranger misses. It's eagle's turn. I can offer to throw the monk over the eagle so that he can flank it from behind. <laughs> He's not liking the idea. And... How are you going to stop me? <laughs> so, Hesha is going to get a talent attack. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the talons miss. And I'm going to repost. Does 17 hit. 17 hits. 15 damage. How did you kill a giant eagle? Uh, Alright, so the, the eagle scratches down with his talon, and as, a, as its foot misses, Hush it darts in. Jams his uh, trident right through the neck of the uh, giant eagle. And as it punctures through the back, he reaches around, grabs it, and stomps on the eagle to get it off the haft and pulls it out and then keeps walking up the hallway. All right. I say we investigate that nest. That was uh, one of the kill animations in the Assassin's Creed game, and I thought it was pretty badass and I wanted to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Alright. So, roll investigation. Here we go. (laughs) That could have been better. I'd rather roll athletics. 16. Uh A 9. Finish up? Uh, 12. And Nelfry? 6. So, Darius uncovers three eagle eggs. So uh, how how big are they? Oh, good. Water, watermelon size? Foot long? Watermelon? Big enough to fit a normal size eagle in. Yeah, so like almost ostrich? Seem to be bigger than ostrich eggs. Is there another way out of here? There must be. No. Really? Yep. That's strange. All right. Guess okay. we keep going north. All right, so uh, on our way back, we'll grab... Um, how many eggs? We can take all three eggs. There's going to be omelets in the morning every day across the desert. Well, we can grab them on our way back. Be, there's going to be omelets for three days as we cross the de- desert. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not keeping it. <laughs> once, I don't think they're, the they're going to last till the desert. Once the eggs crack, it's uh. Well, anyways. Okay, so we will we will resume up towards room seven. Yes. As you guys travel through in the room seven, it's a little bit darker, and you can hear flapping noises. Okay. I think everybody in this party but Hesha has dark vision, including the meat shields. Yep. And there's a group of you in here. So, other than Hesha, (laughs) what was the figure four mark? Oh, the person behind you taking pictures and playing with the light. Oh. <laughs> so everybody but Hesha sees what looks like to be a swarm of bats buzzing the head of Nilfrey. Uh, okay. I'd, I'd like to stop them from doing that. All right, roll your attack then. <laughs> okay. 18 to hit. 18 hits. Seven damage. And is this bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing? This is piercing. Okay. So you said seven? Seven. Okay. All right, everyone roll their initiative. Seven. Eleven. Eighteen. Seventeen. Hesha, your turn, sir. Um, it's effectively a swarm of bats. Yes. Hesh is going to take his shield off his arm and hold it from the bottom and just swing it like a bat through the the swarm of bats. Okay. Like a plate. Or a frying pan, as I've seen a chef kill a bat that got into the kitchen with. It was amazing timing. Roll with disadvantage. With disadvantage? 
You can't see. 14? 14 hits. That will be 10 damage. Okay. Darius. I will attack the swarm of bats with chill touch. No, I won't, because I only rolled an 8. Okay. okay. Your ranger turn. They missed. Swarm of bats turn. Well, one of the swarm of bats. They miss. Rogue's turn. And they miss. And it's Nelfry's turn. All right. Let's, uh, Bloodsword notwithstanding, let's switch to the Warhammer to attack these bats. Okay. Critical hit. Okay. Oh, good. Bludgeoning? So, bludgeoning. Okay. So, eight, uh, eleven. Eleven. Eleven? Yeah. Okay. And the monk nest. Get one of that together. Null free does 21 hit. Hot damage, sure do. Okay. Does 20 hit. It also does. Okay. You take two piercing damage. Ooh, minus three for Heavy Armor Master. Okay. And does 15 hit. Me? No. Hesha. What do you need? Uh, does 15 hit? 15 does not. Okay. Hey, Barian, it's your turn, bud. Okay, hey, awesome. Uh, did it look like, uh, Nullfree's Warhammer was more effective than his rapier? No. Then I'll pull out my rapier and give it a go. And I'm going to miss. <laughs> I'm guessing an 8 doesn't hit. No, an 8 does not hit. Okay. Turn well spent. Purchase turn. Alright. I am going to use my turn to light a damn torch. Kiriki. Furious. Same thing, I'll attack with chill touch. 20 to hit. Alright, I need, uh, 1, 2, or 3. 3. Okay. 4 damage. Okie dokie. And I get disadvantage against you? Correct. And the ranger goes and crits to and swarm one. Hesha does 18 hit. Nope. Okay. Uh, Rogue's turn. Mrs. Nelfry, here we go. Let's hammer these bats. 23 to hit. All right, one, two, or three. One. Nine damage. Okay. Swarm of bats. They both miss. And Barian. Let's try sticking it with the pointy end again. Crit. Okay. One, two, or three. Uh, let's go with three. Okay. Eight plus five is 13 damage. We go to Swarm of Bats. Woo! And Hesha's turn. Now I'm going to swing the shield again. Try and kill these bastards. Uh, probably not. 12, I'm assuming, doesn't hit? Nope, 12 hits. 12 hits, wow. One or 11 two. 11 damage. One or two. Uh, whichever one's attacking me. Okay. Since it's in the dark, you can't explain how you killed it. <laughs> no, we lit a torch. <laughs> I like the torch. And I, I, I used my shield as a big plate and smashed them out of the sky. Like a tennis racket, but bigger than metal. <laughs> And pointy. Very. Uh, I will use Chill Touch again to attack the remaining swarm. I guess that's swarm two. Uh, 18 to hit. 18 hits. And, ooh, 8 damage. Take that. Okay. And disadvantage against you on if it... If yeah, if it, if it comes after me. And the ranger's turn. 
and the ranger hits it. It does some damage. Nulfri's turn. Nulfri will swing at the bat. All right. Nine. Nine misses. And the rogue's turn, and the rogue misses. And Barian's turn. I'll stab at these remaining. And that is a 21 to hit. 21 hits. I do... Ooh, 10 damage. And you killed another set of bats. Burying the bat slayer. Avern is all lit up because of the torch. I did not realize that it had gotten dark enough that I couldn't see. But now I've lit a torch. Yeah. All right. It is pretty much a empty cavern. Bunch of swarms of dead bats on the ground. Move on to roommate. And, and away from these guano. bugs. Lots and lots of guano. Oh, I'm sure it smells lovely. The smelly, gu- smelly bugs. The spell component for fireball, so it's useful for something. <laughs> As you walk into cavern eight, it is empty. Okay. Um, I'm going to do another uh, investigation roll to see if there is any indication whatsoever that something has moved through here. I will assist him in that, too. Because, especially now that we've just left the bat shit room, if anything walks through, there's probably tracks. Okay. You said I've got advantage? Yes. Good. That's better. Uh, Fourteen. You're starting to see faint drag marks. Okay, good. Now at least we know that there is something in this cave. Because I was starting to get worried that we're on a... Not necessarily that we're being lured into the depths of the cave to get uh, killed by these three, because I've seen them in battle. But um, I was starting to think that uh, this fighter is not back here. But if something's been dragged through, then let us proceed. All right. Uh, everybody roll perception. Five. Seven. Thirteen. Eighteen. Hesha and Darius hear more scraping noises. Like eagle nest scraping noises? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's stick along the wall then on the right side of room nine and, um, Cautiously take a look around the corner into room 10. Uh, no, you're hearing it coming out of room 9. Oh, we're at the mouth of room 9, like at the between 8 and 9. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, we get, okay. I'll try sneaking up and taking a peek then. That's pretty good. That's an 18 plus 6. That's a 24. Sweet. 24 sees it. As soon as I that's, pick- my st- that, that's my stealth roll. If you want a perception, that's something completely different. Okay. They don't see you or hear you, but as you turn the corner, you see two of those. Griffins? Oh, that's not good. Hippogriff. Hippogriff. Oh, Buckbeak. So uh, I'll uh, push my way back. Uh, there's a, There's two of them. There's two of them. There's two hippogriffs in there. This is the Harry Potter episode. Basilisk, hippogriffs, giant eagles. Uh, uh, ranger, monk, and dwarf. Mm-hmm. The giant eagles took the ranger, monk, and dwarf out of the Battle of Hogwarts so that they could go um, stop Saruman. <laughs> Yes. Yes, exactly. It's been a while since I read the books, but pretty sure that's how it goes. I think you read an abridged copy. Heavily edited, at least. <laughs> I think the basil is scarier than the hippogriff. I think we just take them out. Uh, shall we distract them for an ambush? Can we use the uh, mage hand torch gimmick again? 
Something tells me if it didn't work against the giant eagle, it's not going to work against the hippogriff side. It did work. We were just sitting there uh, congratulating ourselves over our own cleverness and not doing an ambush attack. And giant eagles are big and smart and noble. Hippogriffs are just dumb horses with bird brains. <laughs> uh, d- d- can we talk to them? Giant eagle, yes. Hippogriff, no. Oh. All right, well, we we could, probably could have talked our way out of that one, <laughs> but we did talk our way into breakfast, so yeah, yep. win win. <laughs> Omelets for days. Well, at least three. Um, yeah, we should try to get the drop on these creatures somehow. Um, maybe this is where our meat shields could come in. I bet Hesh and I can toss them. Something tells yeah. me that. Them seeing any people will alert them to the presence of the possibility of more people. <laughs> All right. Well, you're calling so, people, pointy head. I'm a dwarf. Dwarves are people. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Dwarves have rights. <laughs> Dwarven rights. Much better than people rights. Um, all right. So our meat shields, I suggest we uh, set up a flanking maneuver. They can sprint for the opening room 10 and cause a distraction. Yeah. Put some chili pepper in their boots and send them off. They'll get the hippogriff's attention. Then we can get an ambush round. So who's going to roll the persuasion to pull that one off? Intimidation? That'll be me. That'll Uh, be me. That's charisma? (laughs) That won't be Darius. We've got a bard. Yeah. So I'm going to explain this plan to them and see how it goes. The guidance of the gods. Hesh is going to use intimidation to silently stand behind uh, Varian to back him up. You don't need to do that. Uh, Without the guidance of the gods, I have a 27. Oh, well, you're (laughs) going to to think this is a great idea. (laughs) You get to add one to that. 28. They think this is. They're going to think this is an amazing plan. We have got their backs. (laughs) (laughs) They agree. They prep, and they go, three, and they run. Like, we give them, like, what, a three count, and then we go in? Well, they get about halfway into the room. Halfway between, yeah, the two openings? Okay. Yeah. And the hippogriffs go in for an attack. Yeah, okay, so once that's done, we'll attack them after they go after the uh, meat shields. Mm-hmm. They're locked in combat. So... One hippogriff hits with his beak. The monk can does eight damage. And then he attacks again with his claw and hits him again and does ten damage. The monk does not look healthy. <laughs> the hippogriff hits. The ranger and does eight damage, and then the second one attacks with its claws and hits again and does ten damage. And the ranger doesn't look all that healthy. Walk it off. Get the rogue to heal them. They cast a lot of spells, in my experience. <laughs> <laughs> And the rogue will attack and crit. Oh. Sounds about right. <laughs> Jeez. It does seven damage. The monk will attack and miss. And the ranger will attack and miss. What are you for doing? Sneak attack. Yeah, let's concentrate our firepower on one of them, like the nearest one. Yeah. Yep, okay. Up in from behind. Hit it with all we got. Yep, in the butt. Hesh is going to try and move in. I'm going to move up to the side of the hippogriff. If I blast the lightning, can I move in a manner that I can get both of them but none of the meat shields? Yes, you'd have to come in and around the bottom portion of the cave. Okay. And then you should be able to hit both of them there. 
Okay. So I'm going to run in. I'm going to blast lightning. Uh, they have to do a dexterity save versus 12. All right. And, and it does 30 feet? Uh, yes. Yeah, 5 by 30. All right. And it was a dex? Dexterity. Missed that one. And the second one got that same. Okay, so first one takes eight, second one takes four. And then I'm going to use my action surge to uh, pull into the side of the first hippogriff that I hit uh, and just, like, shield charge him. All right. In the ribs. And that would be uh, 15 hit. 15 hits. Uh, 10 damage. And how do you kill him? I charge in, shield first, and take him right in the side and break his ribs and internal damage and whatnot. All right. I cave in the side of the uh, thing's chest with my shield and kind of take him down, step over as if I'm moving towards the next hippogriff. All right. And we will stop there. I got one, so you three can concentrate on two. Kill a lot what? tonight. We are COJ Roleplaying. Uh, tonight we had Steve. Good night, all. Mark. Good kill shit. Claire. Good night. Eric. Ha, I killed the bat. Good night. If you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at cojroleplaying at gmail.com. If you want to get onto any of our social media pages, you can go to linktree slash cojroleplaying. You're an Apple user. If you don't mind, just taking a couple of seconds to give us a five-star review. Uh, It will really help us go up in the the rankings and Apple Podcasts. If not, please... Stop in and say hi. Uh, Have yourselves a good night. We'll see you guys next week.